everyone. It is Thursday, October 26th, and you are listening to the 169th episode of the Talking Games podcast. I'm your host, Sam Suvek, and I am joined with a very special guest, Mr. Cody Tietrich. Hello, Cody. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited to be here. Second time. That's right. It's, it's going up there. I'm going to be hitting the 10 soon. Yeah. Well, I am very happy that you uh, agreed to be here with me today because uh, uh, it's just the two of us. So uh, it's been a kind of odd week. Uh, Bobby and Justin were were scheduled to be off this week. And then Kelsey and Matt both had some stuff that they were needing to take care of. So uh, Hugh and I were planning on doing another Just the Two of Us podcast. Um, But then he messaged me this morning and he'd suddenly gotten horribly ill and i don't i don't understand exactly what happened because you know back when yesterday we're still talking about other people being on the podcast with us he was a-okay once it was just going to be the two of us suddenly he was sick so it's a little suspicious i mean i mean, I don't i don't know and i mean maybe it's completely a true thing like maybe people get sick just being on the podcast with me so cody (laughs) keep an eye on things if we need to take a break for some Pepto-Bismol, just let me know, because, I mean, I want everybody to be happy and healthy here, so. I'll definitely let you know. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully next week we'll have a a full house back, and hopefully uh, Hugh's mysterious illness will be be better, so we can get healthy, Hugh. We, We love you and we miss you, so. Uh, it's it's pretty good timing uh, for for me and Cody to be here together because Halloween is just around the corner and we happen to have a lot of horror games we want to talk about. So um, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit, but first we're going to just jump in and talk about some non-horror games. Um, something a little out of the ordinary for me, I don't know how much for you, Cody, but we both have mobile games that we want to talk about this week. Um, do you do you play a lot of mobile games? I have in the past. Like um, Pokemon Go was very big for me. Uh, the game I'm going to talk about tonight was very big, and I played a I played a good couple of mobile games before. It's when it happens, it happens. When I'm not like I actively looking for a new mobile game to play, I just happen upon them. Cool. I I don't play many. Um... I have I have problems with my hands, so like doing a lot of uh, active stuff on a, on like a phone game kind of gets me sore pretty quickly. Um, but this one was a pretty low key one. But uh, but anyway, I don't play many. So why don't you jump right in and just go ahead and tell us about your your mobile game you've been playing? Uh, yeah. So as you guys may know, uh, earlier this year, Power Rangers the movie came out. Um, pretty solid flick in my opinion. You know, wasn't that bad. Didn't make the best reviews but whatever all right um but to coincide with that they released power rangers legacy battle um and it's a fighting game uh on on mobile obviously and pretty much you pick a team of a ranger a couple other rangers or maybe even some villains throughout the many seasons of power rangers because like i think we're on season 25 and you know they all change and all that um and then you go into battle and you have different abilities for each character you picked so like my favorite being the Green Ranger, I can take the Dragon Dagger, his signature weapon, and step into the ground, and it creates a little shockwave, and it travels across the screen and hits somebody. Um, so it's just this fighting game, and like you work your way up these ranks, and I stopped playing it probably about like a month or so after the movie came out, but I re-found it, because we were talking about mobile games, Sam, 
and I started playing it again. I'm really loving it again. I'm working my way up this like ranking system they have, and like as you go up, you can unlock different characters within each ranks. Like right now, like the number one I can get in my rank is the White Ranger, and obviously the Green Ranger is one of my favorites. So the White Ranger is also one of my favorites. So. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's by no means uh, like outstanding. Cody, just just real quick question. Yes. So for those of us who might not be as familiar, so you say obviously the Green Ranger is your favorite, and so <laughs> you like the White Ranger as well. Um, what? Why? So for those of us who it's not obvious to. Uh, so all you non-nerds out there who don't like Power Rangers like I do, uh, <laughs> the Green Ranger and the White Ranger are the same person, Tommy Oliver. Um, the Green Ranger was when Tommy was evil, and then he had the Green Ranger oh. abilities for a little while, and then eventually he lost them, and then he became the White Ranger. So that's why it's obvious. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, anybody who doesn't know that, that's <laughs> why. Um, yeah, it's a, it's not like the most like hardcore of games. Like you're kind of button mashing at some points, but it's still a lot of fun. And when you get like those really uh, close matches where like you're both down to like a sliver of health and then like one move decides the match and you just happen to pick the right move it feels amazing to win so yeah that's been, it's been a lot of fun to get back into that game and I'm having a blast with it um would do you I mean to really enjoy it do you need to be familiar with the Power Rangers or could someone who just likes is looking for a mobile fighting game uh get into it and, and really have a good time yeah, it's pretty basic like um so there's three types of attacks there's light heavy and then defense and so they're all color coded and each character gives off a like that color when they're about to attack and so each one like interacts with each other so like light attacks will outspeed uh, heavy attacks and then heavy attacks defeat defenses but defenses block light attacks so it's very simple so like you can obviously get into it if you're just looking for a kind of casual mobile fighting game but yeah you don't have to know Power Rangers to get into it <laughs> cool cool um, I mean full disclosure I did back when you first got into that game you told me about it and I downloaded it and played probably about three matches but like as soon as i started playing with other people i was very soundly defeated <laughs> and i did not want to play anymore so <laughs> but fighting games aren't aren't my best so but uh it seemed fun so uh the game that i have been playing um it's called miracleer which it's spelled m-i-r-a-c-l-r so kind of like you would spell tinder um and it is Basically, you're a human that these angels have contacted because they want to perform the first miracle in 400 years, and they need a human's help. Um, but obviously, you can't go up to, to heaven to talk with them, so they made this app that's called Miracler. Uh, and so you, it's just like kind of an instant messaging app, and um, you know, you're talking about what the miracle's going to be, but also... Uh, these angels are trying to to woo you um you know they they don't get out much um they've all been you know just kind of hanging out with each other doing stuff having good times uh and now they're they're excited to have some some fresh human flesh in the mix so uh they've got pretty great personalities and uh there's angels but then also lucifer kind of comes into the mix and to be honest he's i i ended up going after lucifer and uh we had a lot of fun it was a good time um, it is a free-to-play game, um, but I went ahead and, and bought, paid $10 to just buy the full version, um, just 
partially I don't I didn't care about the ads but this is like a time-based game so you'll be talking and then they'll be like okay we're gonna set up our next meeting at this time and it's like real time so if you're not there and you miss the meeting then it just takes your responses as you just didn't say anything and they get kind of offended so and you can't really go back and redo it unless you like pay for the option to to rewind and do stuff over again so once you unlock it the time doesn't matter and you can just play whenever you want to um but it was a lot of fun so if you're looking for a just like fun simple uh mobile app where you kind of get to flirt with angels this might be the game for you so i think I think Kelsey would like it. So just FYI. So question. So. Uh, Lucifer, is he like extra skeezy in mm-hmm. this game? Is he going for like, you know, he's making all the sexual innuendos he can? Or like, is he kind of tame in this game? Um, So it's not, it doesn't get like R rated really. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty okay. But I mean, he's, he's not the first angel that sends me like a, a topless pic showing off his abs. Um, Uriel, who's this, his guy, he sent me one, and at first I was like, this is inappropriate, we shouldn't be doing this to him, and then I felt bad, because he's actually kind of like, kind of like the sweet, dumb kind of angel, where he's like really into fitness, and like he really was like just showing off his body, because he'd been working on it, and I was like, oh, I feel bad for for shooting him down, Um, but yeah, later, Lucifer sends me a, a topless pic, and he's got actually flaming wings, to, to go with his hot abs so um but yeah it's it's, it's not it's not too uh and well okay so and there's a point not to spoil anything but towards the end where you get to make certain decisions and you can either like influence lucifer to do the good thing or to do the bad thing so i i picked the good thing first and played that through and then i immediately rewound it and played the bad thing just to see what would happen so it's a lot of fun it's got a lot of options so there are five different angels that you can end up with and i guess i don't know if all of them have a similar like good or bad type ending you can do with them but there's a lot of variation and uh there's a lot of just surprising things in the game so it's a lot of fun it sounds like a very interesting game i was curious by the name i was like is that like did they type the name in wrong but now that you explain it's like that makes sense so it sounds interesting yes yeah yeah so um just like a a harmless little angel dating app you know like you yeah. do. So. Did you watch that show, Touched by an Angel, when you were a kid? Um, no, I don't think I did. Okay, well, I guess you could say your character was touched by an angel. Yes, specifically, my lips were touched by an angel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, um, so, Cody, you recently made a What Is video for Hand of the Gods. You want to tell us about that game yes i'm gonna try to be very calm during this because this game has been very frustrating so hand of the gods oh, it's, no. it's actually titled hand of the gods smite tactics it's based off the smite moba game but it's actually a card game mixed with an rts or a real-time strategy game um so the point is you you should go watch the what is video first that's what you should do um <laughs> you build a deck of cards and each card is usually either a spell or a creature and when you play the creature they spawn into a, like a board, almost like a chess board. And your point is, you're supposed to like play creatures, power them up with spells, move them across the map, 
and defeat the enemy tower. Now the tower has like a set amount of health. Um, it's a lot of fun when it works. The only issue is right now, like I guess PS4, PS4 is in uh, like super beta mode, where the game crashes every three seconds. Um, oh no! Yeah, there are times when like you queue for a game and it won't find a game, so it kicks you back to the home screen, and then so you log back in and you go to select your deck again, but the game the game freezes. It won't let you do anything, so you have to close the app mm-hmm. again, and like. PC and Xbox don't have these problems. It's just apparently just on PS4. So I feel like it's in very early beta. So I'm hoping they kind of fix that because, like, it's a fun game. I do like collectible card games. Like, I played Hearthstone for the longest time. Um, and, like, I love mythology. So, like, just playing, like, a deck as Odin and, like, getting some little Norse Viking dudes to fight people is really badass. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, Right now, if you go to the PSN, it's under free games, and you get the game, access to the game, uh, five packs for free, and a couple other little, like, cosmetic things. Um, I'm, like, really apprehensive to put money into the game, because, like, I just don't know. Like, there are times where I go, like, an hour without being able to log in, so I haven't put any money in yet, and I don't think I will. Um, but it's, it's a fun game. Give it a try. Hopefully it works for you. Um but so far, I've been having very bad luck with it. Okay, just one quick question. So I think you said you summon the creatures and then they eat the tower? Or did I just mishear you? Are they eating the I tower? I mean, I'm sure some of them are trying to eat the tower because the tower just look like rock candy. But um, no, they just go and try to defeat the tower. <laughs> um, oh, defeat. defeat. That I'm sorry. My my ears, not what they used to be. <laughs> so. but it's a lot of fun. Um it's in beta and it's free, so that's that's good. I mean, you know, I like free things, so I mean, anytime I can get in on on a deal like that, I like to to hop in there and check it out. So I mean, you know, hopefully they'll get their their bugs worked out before they have their their full launch. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it sounds cool if you're into into the collectible card type of games. So all right, um, so now I am going to talk about South Park the Fractured Butthole um this is just alright you're gonna have to stop me later cause I'm just gonna like go on and on about this game um it is the most surprising game of the year for me probably um I'm not, I'm not a big fan of South Park like I don't like it I don't dislike it it's just like meh it's fine I did not play the first game and knowing that this was a turn based combat game I wasn't really looking forward to it but I put it on my Gamefly queue, and I was like, if it comes up, I'll get it. I'll play it for the weekend and just send it back. And it'll be good to just to have tried it, you know? Um, but I got this game, and all of a sudden, I'm about nine hours into it, and I am having a blast. You guys, you might not know this about me, but bathroom humor just cracks me up. I, I don't know. It, it, I'm like, have the sense of humor of a, of a 12-year-old boy. I can't help it. Farts are hilarious. And this game is full of that. So one of the things that you do pretty early on, uh, you start leveling your character up by, uh, by using different toilets. And so you have to go poop on every toilet that you find. And they have different difficulty ratings. So like a, a two-star toilet is fine. You do, um, you have to do like little, they're not exactly quick time events, but you have to do little motions with the, with the controller to do different like moves on the toilet to help, you know, 
get your poop out the right way. Um, and there are like four star toilets that are really hard. Like you're having to, some, all right, it's not too hard, but sometimes you have to move the left joystick up and down while you're moving the right joystick right and left. Um, sometimes you're having to like push the triangle R2 and move that left joystick all at the same time. So it gets pretty intense with like all this stuff that you're having to do. Um, but I love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, I'm playing as a superhero and a lot of my superpowers are based on farts. I just unlocked the time fart power where I can freeze time with my farts or I can rewind time as well. Um, if someone's coming up to me and they're going to attack me and I don't want to fight, I can just fart on them and then run away. <laughs> what is this game, Sam? <laughs> I know, it's hilarious, but it is so much fun. I can't. I can't even help how much I love this game. Um, so, <laughs> um, and then the turn-based combat. So that's the part where I was like, this is, this is going to probably be the deal breaker for me. But it turns out I'm playing on the super easiest difficulty. And I'm really loving the turn-based combat. This is the first time that has ever happened. I never thought I would utter those words, but uh, it's. I like that it's so easy. Like it's. It's not. I never feel like I'm. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna die. It's. It's a okay. Um, I've got different people, characters I can manage, and their different abilities. And I'm. I'm getting it down. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use my tank now. I'll let people get low, and then I'll let my healer do some stuff. And it's just, it's so much fun. Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't know that I could like turn-based combat, although I feel like it's, it's leading me on. Like this one, it's going to be nice and easy, and then I'm going to go play some other game, and it's going to be really hard turn-based combat. And I'm going to be like, where are my fart powers? This is not okay. So, um, it's a lot of fun. There's some serious topics that they're tackling in here, um, which I had no idea they'd be doing this, so... Um, at one point, I was making my character, and you just make him. I was like, can I make him a girl? I don't know. It didn't really give me the option, so I just made him and moved on. Uh, later, I was going to talk to the counselor, and he sits me down, and he's like, hey, let's, let's have a little talk about gender. And he's going through explaining things to me, and he's like, you know, would you like to be known as he, she, or they? And it's just like, you get to pick what you want. He's very understanding. He takes you through things. Uh, so I said, I want to be known as a she, because I'd like to play as a girl. And he's like, oh, okay. And you can see he's getting kind of flustered, but he's like, yo, it's, it's good. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm here. It's a safe spot. We're going we're gonna to do this. It's great. Uh, and then he explains to me the difference between a cisgendered girl and a trans girl. And he's like, so, so which one do you feel that you are? And I'm like, well... I guess I'm a cisgendered girl because that's what I actually am. So he's like, really? Okay. So apparently it's the same character as the Stick of Truth. And so I guess in that game, you ended up being the king of something. So he's like, huh, so the king of whatever was really a girl all this time. Um, and he, he goes ahead and he calls your parents and has a little talk about it. And then... It's like, okay, it's fine. This is this is what I am now. I guess I'm going to be this girl who's masquerading as a boy. And then as soon as you walk out of the school, these rednecks drive up and they're like, what's this sissy girl being a boy or whatever, you know, and they attack you. And I'm like, whoa, this is very realistic seeming right now, like gender issues and getting attacked. 
and you have to have a little battle with them. And I was worried how it was going to play out. But like my buddies came and they, they fought with me. They didn't seem to care. Um, later, I mean, they were still referring to me as a he. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is just a throwaway thing. I don't know. Um, but later I met this other character. Her name's Call Girl. And she actually, she has all these phones. She's Her superpower is she can hack like anybody's social media. So I was in a battle and I was I was not doing well. I was under attack by actually the Raisins girls, which are like the Hooters girls. Um, and so Call Girl came in and hacked all of their social media and they started losing followers. And so they just freaked out and left. And so she comes up to me and the first thing she says is like, hey, I knew you were a girl the first time I saw you. Why have you been pretending to be a boy? Um, so it's it's pretty interesting. There's stuff going on and it has some some serious issues that it's like running through the current of it in addition to all the hilarious farts. So... I don't know. I'm just I'm having a blast with it. And if you like <laughs> South Park, if you like farts, or if you like turn-based combat, you should probably give it a go. That is that is my recommendation. Outstanding list. <laughs> uh, so I, have, I haven't played the first game either, but this one actually interests me mainly because you can play as a superhero. Yes. Uh, but you didn't feel like you were hindered at all because you didn't play the first game? No, no. And I mean, I've heard little bits and pieces like I the I hear like the big thing about the first game was that like you you walk in on like your dad fucking your mom and like that's a traumatic event that you actually see in game. Um, So in this one, they keep going back to that um, and you're having you're having to build your superhero identity as you go along. And so Cartman, who is Coon. Um, the hero Kuhn is uh, is helping you along, and he just keeps going back to your superhero origin uh, involves because like in the middle of the night you woke to some sounds, you had to fight off some burglars, and so you weren't in time to stop your dad from fucking your mom, and that's that's your superhero <laughs> origin. And so like they revisit that it's a few times argument. every time you get a new power. They're like, yeah, because your dad fucked your mom, <laughs> so <laughs> so they just keep going back to it, but. Um, but yeah, yes. Oh, oh my God! I'll say what, sorry. Just one more thing that I love about this game. Um, so there's this guy named Craig who's one of your superhero friends, and then there's this guy named Tweak. And so I, I guess probably all of these are characters from the show. I don't know, but Craig and Tweak used to date, and they've broken up. And part of one of your missions is you're trying to like help them. Uh, Craig wants his laptop back, but Tweak won't give it back unless he gets the guinea pig that they purchased together when they were a couple. Um, so you're having to sort that out. And while that's going on, Tweak's dad comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, I see you're trying to like get the kids back together. I think that's fantastic. I want to help. And so he's trying to help you get these kids back together. And that just warms my heart that, like, you know, you've got a supportive parent who's, like, trying to help his his gay son get back with his ex-boyfriend. It made me really happy. So. And then, of course, this is all South Park, so it's all jokes. and. Yes. Well, and I I had to turn on the subtitles because, like, I have a lot of trouble understanding what they're saying sometimes those voices which is probably part of the reason why i never really got into south park but um but yeah all right i've gone on for like a whole freaking podcast about (laughs) south park so let's go ahead and move on cody uh do you want to talk to us about fortnite 
Oh my gosh, yeah. So now you need to stop me if I go on for too long because this game. Um, so like when PUBG was first like hitting hitting the rounds and you know, Hugh and Bobby were really excited and you got involved and Maze got involved, I was like, huh, kind of wish I had a PC so I could play PUBG and you know these battle arena games were like popping up like crazy. And then Fortnite Battle Royale came out. Like I had no interest in the base Fortnite game. Like I would play it if it was free, but I wasn't paying money to get into it. Um, but the idea of being able to play a battle arena game on my console was epic to me. And wait, 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 Cody, Cody, I think I don't. I think you just missed what you just did there. But or maybe you did it on purpose. But I'm going to call it out. He said it was epic, and Epic is the publisher who makes Fortnite. So well done. I liked it. Please continue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so. I put about 40 hours in this game by now. Um, just going back between like solo duos and squads. Um, and I've won oh, probably over 20 games um, and come close on other ones. But like, I can't explain it, but it's so addicting to play because you always want to try to end up in first. And like, I love it so much. And like, I understand now, like, all that PUBG hype. And I was just like, I don't get it. Like, why are we going after chicken dinners? Like, no, I need to get a Royale with cheese, like, in the next hour, or I'm going to freak out. Um, and, like, the game, like, the developers are really, like, hitting it on the head. Like, any issue they see, they're instantly, like, patching it. Like, um, they recognize what people want instantly and, like, patch it in. Like, uh, when the game first launched, it didn't have the scoped sensitivity. So, like, your sensitivity for when you're aiming, like, a non-scoped gun and, like, a sniper rifle that has a scope on it would be the same. And, like, for some people, that's weird. And, like, they can't, they can't hit headshots or anything like that. So they added that to the game. Um, they've, like, buffed and nerfed guns and realized, like, what's too strong. Like, obviously, there was a scoped assault rifle, which is semi-automatic. And before they nerfed it, it was hitting, like, you hit somebody with two shots and they were dead. Now it takes about three to four. And that feels a little bit more balanced in the game. Um, but, yeah, it's like you get this rush of adrenaline in every game. Like, even if I do bad, like, I don't get no kills to the end. I'm like, oh, my God, like... Can I can I get away with just getting one kill and winning the game? Like, it's been a ton of fun. I've been loving it so much, and like, they're just keep updating it, and uh, they're actually doing a very big update for Halloween. Um, they're adding leaderboards and rewards to go with the leaderboards. So, you'll win games and you'll move your way up the leaderboards, and at the end of the season, which is just a month, um, you'll end up getting rewards based off that, like a. Uh, a different glider for when you're gliding into the map after you jump out the battle bus. Um, they're also adding uh, you can personalize your person now. Before it was just to give you a random character. Um, now you can have a banner that like with different effects on it. You can customize which character you want to be. So you can pick from their kind of base models. You can customize clothes, the glider you have, and the pickaxe you have. And to go with that, they're adding a bunch of Halloween stuff. So there's going to be like you can dress your person up as a skeleton. You can dress your person up as, I believe it was a, a zombie. And then there's like, you can make your pickaxe, reaper, like a scythe, like you know, the Grim Reaper has. And then last but not least, for the Halloween update, uh, the rocket launcher is going to shoot pumpkins. And that's like really <laughs> badass to me. Because <laughs> fucking hitting people with pumpkins is going to be super cool. Be like, I, I, like, this game is so much fun. Like, Sam and I have played so many games together the other day we got back-to-back wins and yes. it was like 
blood was pumping and I was like, we gotta keep going. Like, can't stop here. Like, let's keep going. Like, it's it's been a blast. I love this game. Although, let me let like, me just go ahead and call out that shortly after our back to back wins, we're still playing. And then, Cody, what did you do for the very first time in your in your battle arena career? Do you remember? Oh. Oh, um, so you see, sometimes <laughs> these gunfights were getting into a little intense. Sometimes Sam likes to wander in front of my shotgun and catch a few bullets. And oh wait, wait, so you're victim blaming here? You're saying it was my okay? Fault? All right, um, I could have aimed a little bit better. Uh, I was kind of just hip firing. Um, but if you remember, our two teammates stood on top of a mountain and did not help us. Well. Okay, but to, but also to be fair, my teammates weren't the ones who killed me, so right. let's just let's just say that. All right. So, well, <laughs> me and Megs are me and Megs are now on equal playing fields. She's killed somebody I and mean, I've killed somebody. So, yes, I mean you've really you haven't truly arrived until you've accidentally killed a buddy in a battle arena. I mean, it's exactly. a fact. It's how friendship friendships are made that way. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, so I'm really excited about this update. So you're saying the Halloween update is going to also include, like, we're, we're going to be able to customize our characters, like, with this update? Yes. Um, and they said that you don't use, like, real money. You use something called V-Bucks, and I think that, it, like, is in the PvE mode, but you can earn it in the PvP mode just by playing the game. And that's how you unlock okay. the, like skeleton suit and the zombie suit and the pickaxe skin but like it's they said it'd be super easy um so that's that's pretty cool so it it it's only you can only get them that way or could you use real money if you wanted to they didn't say i'm sure they'll eventually add something where like you can put like two dollars in and like yeah. get these v bucks or whatever they're uh called and use them that way but if they do that, I'll probably end up just buying the skins because yeah. I think they said that you earn more from the PvE than you do the PvP, which is, mm. you know, they're incentivizing you to go play the PvE part. Um, but yeah. That makes sense. Well, and and right now, until I think uh, Halloween, just the regular PvE game of Fortnite is on sale. I think it's usually about $40, and I think it's $24 right now. So that yeah. might be a good incentive to go ahead and get it. Um, but yeah, I've been wondering about this game since the since the Battle Royale is free to play. I was wondering when they would start putting stuff in there that you could buy because otherwise, how are they making any money from it? I mean, that's what the, the free to play yeah. games do. So, you know, and I want it to do well because, I mean, it is a, a great game and I'm enjoying it. And I would definitely drop some money to uh, deck out a character. So... So I can't can't complain about that. Um, but yeah, okay. So speaking of updates to games, I think we've got a couple of other horror game updates. Cody? Uh, yeah, so as you know, we love Friday the 13th around here. Um, I used to have a little video series about it. And Friday the 13th got an update about a week ago. And it included a, the new map, the Jarvis House map, and a new Jason, uh, part four Jason. Um and I actually got to play as him last night for the first time. And let me just say, he has a giant meat cleaver, and there's nothing more satisfying than chopping somebody's head off with a giant meat cleaver. It is badass. Um, they also in added, a video uh, game. To clarify, that is oh, in, a video, in a video game. game. Okay, 
but we're not, we're not actually psycho killers here. <laughs> yeah, no, totally not. Um, uh, oh, and they also added a new counselor, Mitch, who I believe was also from Part Four movie. Well, he's based on a character from the Part Four movie. Um, and then they added a couple other things, like now some of the maps have a rain effect, and it's a little annoying. But like adds to the ambiance. You know what I'm saying? It's real spooky when you're hearing uh, thunder crackling in the background. You're like, oh shit, is that Jason or is that thunder? I don't know. Yes. Um, and it really kind of like made me like fall back in love with that game because like I kind of had stopped playing it a little bit. You know, other things came out that I wanted to play, but like I've put probably about twenty hours in the Friday the Thirteenth just this week, and like it's so much fun to play. Like I don't know what it's about it. Like I I like some Dead by Daylight, but Friday the Thirteenth just has a special place in my heart. Um. So yeah, and uh, they actually announced today. Or actually, yesterday? Yesterday. Sorry about that. Um, that there's going to be a Halloween skin pack. And I think the way they're doing content is really good. Because they're giving us free updates. But, like, emote packs and skin packs. Like, uh, the summer vacation. And the uh, the random, like, dance emotes. And now these Halloween skin emo- uh, pack are all, like, at $2. And, like, it's really well done. Like, uh, personal favorite, La Chapa my personal favorite character is a pro wrestler. And if you know anything about me, I love some wrestling. So definitely like day one purchase, $2 just right there. And I'm so excited for all these updates they're doing. Um, I think before the end of the year, we're supposed to get another Jason and another map. So that'd be really sick. I mean, how many Jasons are there from, I mean, how many movies are there with different Jasons? Um, There is, technically 12 um i don't think we can get freddy versus jason jason because there's like legal stuff there but you had a little bit of news for dead by daylight that kind of sparks my interest that maybe we could get it so if you would like to chime in real fast all right so speaking of freddy versus jason dead by daylight just announced that they are having a new character and it is gonna be freddy krueger um I read the Polygon article before, and I forgot if it said when he's coming. Oh, it's releasing uh, today, Thursday, October 26th. So Freddy will be available to play on Dead by Daylight. So they've got Michael Myers, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and now they'll have Freddy Krueger from Friday the 13th. No, Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Fatal Whoa. error. Whoa. Okay, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> so- Oh my god, too many horror. Let's just rewind and... Hold on, hold on. I'm going to use my time fart, and I'm going to rewind time, and we'll pretend like that didn't happen. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, So yeah, so Freddy from a night... Oh my god, a a nightmare on Elm Street. I almost just said Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't even know what's happening to me right now. That'd be an entirely different character. Um, Yes, that would be pretty cool also. Uh, Not super terrifying, but he would be fun. Um, So yeah, so pretty much we seem to have like most of the the major franchises covered in uh, games where you can play as the killer. Um, So yeah, that's that's pretty exciting news. Yeah, that news excites me because uh, originally it was said that we couldn't get the Freddy versus Jason, uh, like Jason character, because there's the whole what's tied into Freddy and Nightmare on Elm Street. But if Dead by Daylight can get the funding to do that, then possibly we could see that Jason. Because I think that Jason is actually one of my favorite looking ones because he just kind of looks like a badass more than usual in that one. Um, but overall, I think there's technically 11 movies because, uh, you know, there's 
uh, one through eight, and then there's Freddy vs. Jason, then there's Jason X, which is kind of terrible because it's him in space and he's like covered in metal um and then they did the jason friday friday 13th uh reboot um in 2013 which kind of failed terribly um really scary jason in that one though because like he's like tactical and like sets up traps and he's really fast and like a jason who's like sprinting after you is kind of creepy yeah i'm uh i'm looking forward to all the updates they can give us for this game and Dead by Daylight keeps getting, like, iconic. Like, we're, like, one step away from having Chucky from Child's Play in there. And, like, imagine a little <laughs> doll chasing you in Dead by oh Daylight. Oh, my God. That'd be terrifying. I hadn't thought of that, but that is, like, the one that's really missing. Oh, yeah. And that would be fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. A little Chucky doll chasing you. Like, imagine thinking you're just safe and you're hiding behind a tree. And then the next thing you know, he's, like, around the corner from you and you're getting stabbed. Well, and the really great thing in in that game, so you knock down the people, and then you have to pick them up and carry them to the hook. So, like, little Chucky would just be, like, have super strength or something and just, like, be holding them up while he walks, and they're, like, way above his head. It would be really weird. It would be pretty badass. So. But Sam. He'd have to do, like, a little hop jump to try to, like, reach <laughs> the hook to get them up there. He's just, he's just shoots them like a basketball. Or maybe he'd have... <laughs> Or he'd have, like, a little step stool where he could, like, drag it around yeah. with him to, to hook people. So, Sam, you've been playing a bunch of horror games, and I want to hear about all of them. Yeah, so I pl- I've been playing The Evil Within 2. I started that uh, with my live stream the night it came out, and um, I'm having a good time with it. But something weird is happening to me with this game. So when I'm in it and playing it, I'm having a great time. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is fun. And then if I'm away from it for like a day or two, I'm just kind of like, meh, it's okay. It's fine. I'll just play some South Park right now, which is weird because it's a really good game. So I need to just get back into it and play some more. Um, It seems really pretty similar to the first game, but a little bit better. So like everything about it, it's just like... They took what they had and just, you know, kicked it up a notch. Um, We've got a really good mapping system now, and you can place little waypoints so you get directions on where you want to go so you're not just wandering around aimlessly hoping for the best. Um, you've You've got this communicator where you can, like, kind of hear past conversations, um, and you're trying to track down your daughter. You're in this, like, Matrix-like reality. Um... And, like, so far the scariest part for me has been, like, when this communicator, like, if, you, if you're getting close to something where you can, like, turn it on and listen to something, it'll give this little, like, static burst. And, like, that thing just popping randomly scares the crap out of me. So that's unfortunate. Um, but the character designs in this game are some of the best ever in a horror game, I think. Um, Cody, you were watching me play, and you named this person Lady Saw, which is not not the All most right. inspired hey, name, but it's a very accurate. Pretty great name, if I do is. say so myself. You're under pressure. <laughs> uh, yeah, she has this huge like saw hand, and she has multiple heads, at least three, um, and her legs are like I feel like they're various other people's leg parts put together, um, and then. Later, I came to another kind of boss who has, like, three legs, also made of other leg parts, and then this head that is an old-style camera, 
and it is creepy as all get out um so these these creatures they really know how to do it well um so it's fun i'm feeling like like i loved the trailer for evil within 2 so much like it it got me so excited it looked like really exciting horror and plus there's that song in it um ordinary world um and that song it has just been stuck in my head ever since e3 so for months uh it's been in my head getting me excited about this game um so getting into it and playing it um it just hasn't been quite as exciting as the trailer and my excitement for the trailer but it's still good and i'm having a good time so i'm going to keep at that and hopefully i'll have more to report later um but the another surprise hit that that just kind of blew me away uh i played here they lie which i had never really heard of i bought it because it was one of the vr horror games that was available and so i started playing it in vr and i got about 10 minutes in and i got sick so i was like okay well luckily it has a non-vr mode so i switched over to that um and it was a little slow getting started but then once these creatures start showing up I got so excited. Um, they're pretty much mostly humanoid, uh, but they have these like deer masks with huge antlers, and they're varying degrees of like covered in blood. And they kind of stalk you around this city. And they're just, they make these kind of like groaning, creaking noises while they're stalking you. So it's, it's really, it makes a good mood, um, and it is, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to go ahead and spoil some of it, because my absolute favorite part is you get to this part of the city. It's kind of like a red light district, you would say, and all the people here are wearing various animal masks. So you've got like horses, horse heads, dog heads, just different things. None of them talk. They all just kind of grunt and move around, and it's just the weirdest area I've ever been in in a game so you're walking through and there's like these peep show windows but like the people inside the peep shows are doing weird not sexual stuff just weird so like there's this one guy who's just trying real hard to stand on his head he keeps like flipping over and trying to kick his legs up to stand on his head he's not doing a great job but he's trying uh the guy in the stall next to him is just a guy sitting there <laughs> reading a book and it's like these are the these are the peep shows it's so weird um but yeah there's some even weirder stuff i won't tell you you should really play it because just seeing this stuff coming upon it and being like, holy crap, what are they doing? It's amazing. Um, there's a part that's kind of disturbing. Um, you come to a thing where people are dying and you can try to save them. Um, and it goes on for a really long time. And eventually you realize that you're not going to be able to save them all. It's going to go on forever. And you eventually just have to stop. And I was like, this is... This is like built to be a test to see if you could be a psychopath because it depends on like how long you're willing to to keep trying to save people versus when you're just going to give up. Um, and I feel like somehow that really got in my head and affected me because after I played that later in the day, I went and took a nap and I had a dream that I was a serial killer and I was trying to figure <laughs> out better ways to kill people. So... If a game can affect you that way, I think it's doing an outstanding job. So here they lie. 
uh, you guys should check it out if that at all sounds interesting to you. I, I highly recommend it. So Sam, we've all been there. We've all had that dream before. Totally. Me, multiple times. That's not weird, right? <laughs> I, I think that's a psychopath test right there. Yeah. How many times you've had that dream? Um, I mean, We're in the danger zone, Cody. <laughs> all right, so now let's get to like the pinnacle highlight of I would say it's a horror game. It kind of sneaks up on you, and then you're like, "Whoa, this is a horror game." Uh, Cody, you wanna you wanna tell me what the what's been blowing your mind lately? So, Sam is the best person in the world, and gifted me Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice because um, they had it on sale. And what was the foundation that they were uh, donating to when you bought the game? Um, well, now I feel completely horrible because I don't remember the name of the organization. I can't remember off the top of it. It's it's for mental health though, so Yes, yes. Um, Possibly rethink.org. I could be wrong, I don't remember. But uh, it was for a good cause. So Yes. So she sent me she's like, Oh, I sent you an email. I go and check my email and it's like, here's your copy of Hellblade and I was like ecstatic. I was like, You're the you're the best person in the world. Downloaded it. It sat on my PlayStation for about a week, and then I saw Steve say, former host, uh, talking about it, and I was like, I really need to like sit down and play this game. Like Mario's coming out soon. Whoa, whoa, I need to, whoa, like... whoa, whoa! Hold on. Let's 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 use that the time fart to reverse again and go back here. So basically, what you're saying is Sam recommends the game. You're like, meh, it's cool. I'll get <laughs> to it. Steve recommends the game. You're like, I should play this right now. Okay. Is that what happened? You both were talking how much you loved it, and that is what sold me that I need to play it before Mario comes out. So okay. it was a it was a team effort there, guys. Good job, Steve <laughs> and Sam. Um, so I got into it, and I I like puzzle like it starts off with like a couple puzzles. And I'm like, oh, I like puzzle games. Like this is cool. Um, and then we get into the combat, and I was like, I heard it's like Bobby didn't like the combat. You loved it. Other people have been like lukewarm on it. Let me just say. I fucking love this game. Uh, <laughs> the aspects it's hitting on, dealing with psychosis and uh, all that, mixed with badass Norse, Norse mythology, uh, good puzzles, and amazing combat. I love the combat so much. It actually really reminds me of For Honor, but like kind of yep. like tuned down, not to that crazy, like, oh, got a block over here or anything. Every time I step into that game, I can only play for so long because eventually the voices start to get to me. And I'm like, all right. Um, So, like, I uh, suffered from depression. And so, like, this game is, like, beautiful to me. And I'm sure I'm going to be a ball of emotions at the end. But so far, it's been, like, I have been freaked out to the point my, like, skin was crawling. I have jumped out of my chair in excitement (laughs) because I felt like a badass um, I've been frustrated by puzzles because I was like, this makes no sense. And then I figured it out. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, this game has just been amazing. Um, it's really hard not to say this is going to be my game of the year because I don't know yet. Because like, we got Horizon, we got Mario. And this is, it's hard. I'm, I'm, by the end of the game, I'm going to be able to decide. Um, it's just a blast and like I'm so glad you gifted it to me uh Senua is such an amazing character like I think this is a great year for female main characters like we had 
Horizon. We had uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Um, and now this game is just kicking off a great year for that. And I'm having a blast with this game. And I, if you're on the fence about it, definitely get it. It is so worth your time. It's an amazing look at what people who deal with mental health and mental illness um, go through every day. Yeah. Okay, and so just if if you were one of those that were on the fence, and just to clarify, if it wasn't enough for me to say it was awesome, and it wasn't enough for Steve to say it was awesome, now Cody has also said it was awesome, so really there's no reason not to try this game. And also, I just want to clarify, I'm pretty sure Bobby uh, liked the combat, he just said there was too much of it, so he liked the actual mechanics, I think, um, so I mean... It's it's got it's got approval all around. Everybody says this is a great game. So I'm actually gonna get a tattoo off from it. So oh my goodness, what what are you gonna get? One of the bosses has a uh, it's pretty much three raven heads, um, and it's super badass looking to me. So I'm just gonna get it on my body. So but yeah, um, like I can't. Like the amount of excitement I have for this game is like equal to when I played the God of War series for the first time, and like I love mythology. So if you like mythology, definitely play this game because the Norse mm-hmm. mythology. There's so much you can learn. Like uh, there's these little I can't think they're called keystones. Uh, I think they're lore stones. Lore stones, lore yeah. stones. Um, you like focus in on them, and there's someone like reading you about Norse mythology, and like it's so fascinating. Like, I'm going to have to go back and find them all, because I'm, like, I'm sure I've missed a few, but they're really interesting. But yeah, definitely buy it. Yes, it's so good. I'm so glad that you're playing it and that you like it so much. So it's it's a it's a great game. Um, it is... It's still... It's in my top three. It's it's such a tough battle oh, yeah. this year for, for Game of the Year. But, uh, but yeah, this one is definitely worth it. So, um, let's see. Okay. We... All right. We're still gung-ho about horror so let's just like do some real quick let's talk about some of our favorite horror games just of all time cody what do you got so back when i was in high school i had a couple buddies we were at my friend's house and we decided we were just going to play every horror game we could um we got through that's a great plan i mean we got through (laughs) two that night um before it was like, all right, man, like I don't think I'm gonna be able to sleep after this. Uh, the first one being Slender, the eight pages. It was the original Slender game, um, and the we spent like four hours trying to get eight out of eight pages in that game, and like getting to like I think we got to seven out of eight one time, and we rounded this corner and we were like, we know where the last page is, mm-hmm. and Slender was right there, and mm-hmm. we screamed our heads off and almost woke up the neighbors. <laughs> Um, the other game we ended up playing, um, I want to say, was Silent Hill 2, and it, maybe 3, I'm not sure, off the top of my head, but there's a scene where you're walking through this house, and a dead body falls down from the ceiling, and it's hanging by a noose, and it falls right in front of you, and like this like creepy voice talks in your ear at the same time, and I literally jumped off the couch we were on, and ran to the kitchen. That's how afraid I was. So those <laughs> those two are forever going to be two of my favorite horror games because it takes a lot to get me to jump out of my seat and freak out. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Do you have any uh, off the top of your head, Sam? 
Yeah, well, first I was just going to say, I recently tried to play Slender the Arrival, which was on PS4, and it was really nice and creepy, but I got to a part where I was having to try to avoid Slender to go do something, and I got really mad, because I like, just kept dying, and I got so mad I just stopped playing it. Um, but up until that point, it had been really fun, and it was, it was a really good game. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, for me, I feel like... Um, Dead Space, and like I don't really recall if it was Dead Space 1 or Dead Space 2, where I was looking back through my games, apparently there's also Dead Space Extraction, which was a prequel, and I've played all of those, um, but I think it was probably in the first one. I remember playing, and I was, I was in the dark playing, um, and you would just hear these sounds, and you would just know at some point one of these aliens was going to jump out and scare you. Um, and I just remember when I when I got done playing, I stood up and I let go of the controller and like my hands and my arms and pretty much my whole body was just so stiff and sore because I had been so tense the whole time I'd been playing that game, just waiting for the jump scare to happen. And I've never like had that type of a physical response to to being scared in a game before. So I'd say that one has to take the cake for me. That was like the most scared probably I've been um and then also just Resident Evil 7 I feel did a fantastic job that was one where I I only played at night and this that was one of the first ones where I was like I'm gonna play with headphones and all the sounds are gonna be right there by me and it had the best sound effects so like the first section when you're in the old house and you're just walking along and like I was trying so hard to be quiet because I was just so scared that I'm going to be making noise, someone's going to hear me, and they're going to come attack me. And like that game, you cannot walk quietly. You're just, you've got your, your fancy dress shoes on for who knows what reason, and you're just clomping along on these wood floors making so much noise, and then like you run into something, and you knock it over, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm making so much noise, I have to be quiet. Um, so that one was was a lot of fun on that one. I would say that's probably... My number two, as far as actually getting me scared, I love like horror games that like get you in the environment, get you moody, and then have good jump scares. But like normally, I'm not like super just like in a state of being scared while I'm playing. If a game gets me that way, then it's it's super A plus in my book. But, uh, but yeah, those are. I mean, there's so many. There's so many good games. Um, uh, I played Until Dawn with my girlfriend. Yes. Um, like we, we made sure we played that game together. And there's a couple moments in that game that like made us both jump out of our like skin almost. Uh, <laughs> so like I definitely like Until Dawn was definitely one of my favorite games of that the year it came out. Um, I did finish Evil Within one, but I remember the intro freaking me the fuck out. Like I was like, yes. this is creepy. Um, I never finished it, and like, oh, I, I really need to start playing more horror games now. That I'm realizing it because like my biggest memories are Until Dawn and those two I told talked about earlier. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and like, a, a special note of there's a level in Hellblade that that made my skin crawl because it was so creepy. Like, you're pretty much just walking around in pitch black. That's all I'll say, and. Yes. I was on the edge and of my seat. And you are not alone. Gonna... So. Oh, you're not alone, yeah. And, like, 
so creepy so well done yeah i thought the way they did that was was really cool to to take away your your primary sense and uh and just put you at the mercy of listening for the right way to go and and knowing what to avoid and oh man that was it's fantastic all right so now let's have a sam question before we get to listener questions this is a question that i posed earlier for us because i thought it would be fun so cody what is a horror movie that you would like to see made into a video game and what would that game be like uh so uh, I had this. I had this idea for a long time, um, and then earlier the news that Freddy Krueger is going to be in Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, crap," because I really wanted a Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street video game. Um, I love like I've seen a good number of those films, and I love them. Uh, the one it's a uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Uh, that one is especially creepy. Um, I wanted like a kind of like Friday Thirteen slash Dead by Daylight game, but set into so like there's five um, people and you're inside one of Freddy's nightmare worlds and the point is you need to go and unlock these lock boxes and inject yourself with adrenaline so that you wake up and get out of the nightmare oh, um, okay. but like obviously there's like the little like in Dead by Daylight and how in Friday the 13th there's the skill checks where like you gotta so you're pickpocketing mm-hmm. these check crates but obviously like Freddy's walking around trying to find you and like he has abilities similar to how Jason does and how the killers do and like he can teleport around the map, and like I feel like you need to make these maps pretty big, because like obviously, like there's gonna be a numerous amount of crates, and you need to get at least two to wake yourself up. So, but yeah, that's the game I've always had in, in mind, and now nah, I'm not sure if I'll ever get it because Fr- uh, <laughs> Freddy's gonna be in Dead by Daylight. Yeah. But yeah, I've had that one in my head probably since like the second week I was playing Friday the Thirteenth, and I was like, oh, that'd be yeah. super sick. That sounds really cool. Um, so I had an answer, and I'll tell you, but because you just said that, like, I just had an idea for something that I think would be really cool. And I don't know if there's a game like this out there already, but what if, like, what if it was, like, a story-based game, um, and but you were playing as the killer, and so you would start, and, like, you were just starting out, and, like, you would have your first kill, and then you'd go along, and you'd keep, like, leveling up your powers and getting more and more gruesome as, as time went on, and you would just, like, follow through this story, and instead of being the hero, you would be the killer. That could be pretty interesting, I think. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, like a, like a RPG, but, like... So, like, let's say it's based on Halloween, and so, like, you start as, like, little baby Michael Myers, and, like, you get your first kill, and then you go away to prison, that's another level, but, like, I was, like, obviously you're just, all those RPG elements, and, like, that'd be really, yeah, that'd be really cool, I would, uh, I would play the hell out of that. Although, now that I'm saying it, I feel like this is another psychopath test, and I just failed it, because that would probably be, like... A really horrible game if people got to we're play just, as killer. I don't know. It's really in the Halloween. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. I, I love playing as yes. Jason. Does not make me a psychopath. It's where it's really in the Halloween it's spirit. True. Well, but and that's but that's like a simple. You're you're killing in a controlled environment. I'm like if you if you start out as a child in a in an RPG and you're killing things and then growing, that just seems like a bad idea. I mean, so all right, let's do let's do the time fart one more time. We'll rewind <laughs> and pretend I didn't say that. 
And I will say instead, a game that I would like uh, would be based on the movie The Descent. And so this would be, you know, an action adventure kind of game. You, you and your buddies, you go spelunking down in these caves and you get stuck. And so part of the horror of the game, like the movie, would just be knowing you were trapped in this cave. Nobody knows where you are. There's no way to get out. How are you going to survive? And then add in, there's creatures down there trying to get you. And I think that would be a lot of fun because The Descent is probably like the the scariest movie I've seen in possibly forever. I don't know. I mean, I, I shrieked out loud. So I definitely love that one. Playing in a game like that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because like, you can get like the claustrophobic people um, really freaked out in that game. And, yes. Like, yeah, I could see that working. That would that'd be a pretty interesting game to play. Yes. Cool. All right. Um, let's do just a couple of quick listener questions before we get out of here. Um, so we had a question from Twitter at the J Affair, and he said, "What game has each of you replayed the most after beating it?" Cody, what did, what games have you replayed? It's technically, but they're technically all the same game. It's just like tiny, tiny story um, changes. But Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, I played each of those games probably three times each. Um, and so like Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum are all based in the same generation, which was Gen 5 of Pokemon. Um, but like the only thing different is the legendary you get at the end of the game um, is different. Uh, legendary Pokemon, uh, and that's like the, the Pokemon that's on the key art. Um, but yeah, I played each of those about three times just because, like, those are probably some of my favorite games because I had a Nintendo DS, and like, you come home from school, and like, that's what you played was Nintendo DS for me. And like, I, yeah, I played each of those games probably about three times. The only other one is I own GTA, GTA 5 on PS3 and PS4, and I've played those twice now because I beat it on ps3 traded in my ps3 got a ps4 and bought it on ps4 and beat it again cool do you think like right now you would ever go back and replay either of those games pokemon definitely because i love that i I love uh diamond pearl and platinum (laughs) um i think they're have one of the best stories in the pokemon games uh like if i had to choose that over the recent ones sun and moon definitely diamond pearl and platinum because sun and moon was not my jam uh gta 5 no because like playing it the second time was just a hassle like i I, like kind of made some different decisions like there's like some decisions towards the end of the game you can make that like really alter what happens in the game but like i didn't change up too much because like i just wanted to get through it real fast just to say i did it again um but yeah nah probably not on gta but definitely on pokemon that's cool um for me i kind of once i was thinking about it i kind of have a lot so my first response was resident evil 4 um because i got that on wii first and played it through possibly multiple times because i wanted to get all the unlocks and then i got it on ps3 because i wanted to try it again with a controller like instead of with the wii remote um, and I know I played it through there, I think, all the way. Um, and then, like, there's, I mean, there's a pretty strong chance that at some point in the future I'm going to buy it again, possibly on, on the PC, so I can remap the controller. Um, but I just love that game. I could 
I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I love it. I could keep playing it. Um, and then you you'd pointed out earlier, obviously, uh, I've played a lot of Resident Evil 7. I beat that and just kept going back to it to get the platinum. Um, and then... How many times did you play that game, Sam? Because I saw you playing it all the time. <laughs> so I played it once just for fun on easy. And then I played it once to do the speed run, also on easy. And then I played it, I think I played it on normal uh, and not only using like the three healing items. And then I played it on Madhouse. And then I played it on easy, only doing the the item box three times. So that was five times that I played it. So I don't know. And I'd play it again. It's a, it's a good game. I like it. No, too many times. No, too many times. Like, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. If I love something, I don't, I don't mind going back to it. Um, and also on Madhouse, it was, it was slightly different. So it wasn't the exact same gameplay, uh, as, as the previous game. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but then I, there's also House of the Dead Overkill. Did you ever play that game, Cody? No, I don't believe I have. So it's just like an arcade shooter for zombies. Um, but it is, it's a ton of fun. Um, and that's another one where I had it on Wii and then I bought it on PS3 as well. And like, I can just play that whenever. It's just fun. You just shoot some zombies. Um, and then the new Super Mario Brothers, like whenever I just have people over, sometimes we'll just sit and play that game because it's just so much fun. It's like a game from my childhood, but they updated it in the best way. And so like, you can all play together. Uh, yeah. I had a, I also had a Wii and Mario Galaxy, the first one. Um, I played that game at least three times just because I played it by myself. I played it with my sister, and then I just played it again by myself. And that game was really, like, really, really well done. And, like, now thinking about that, I'm even more excited for Odyssey to come out <laughs> on Friday. Like, oh, man, that was such a good game. Like, like, uh... I remember when I first got it, I thought that they just made, like, Princess Peach, like, a space princess. And I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> and then, like, halfway through the game, I realized, like, oh, this is an entirely different character. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it happens. The, like, final boss fight of that game was really, really good against Bowser. So, yeah, I, yeah, I played that one a ton, actually. Wow. That's cool. I mean, there's just something about Mario. He's, like, he makes the best yeah. games. What are you going to do? All right, um, I think that is about going to wrap it up for us. Um, just a couple of quick announcements. Um, we have Extra Life coming up, and a lot of the Talking Comics family is going to be streaming. Um, now, the, the official day is next Saturday, November 4th, and pretty sure Hugh is streaming that day, and we'll probably have some other, other people going as well. Bobby is likely going to be... Uh, streaming on a different day that hasn't been determined yet. Uh, Cody, you're going to be streaming at some point as well? Uh, the following weekend, I'll be streaming, which I believe is the 11th. Um, I'll be doing a 24-hour uh, charity stream, um, and I'll be donating uh, probably about half my goal um, at the end. Cool, cool. Um, and so, let's see. We We've got that Oh my god, I've, I've just like completely lost what I was going to say. I feel like I should time fart and rewind again. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Extra Life, it's fantastic. You guys should uh, 
go check out the Talking Comics page, see all of our all of our people who are, are playing for it, and uh, make some donations if you can. Um, and then we've got a Fright Night Friday stream that will be going Friday. Uh, this will be our last one for the Halloween season. Um, we possibly will be playing Fortnite if it's got the Halloween update is live and we've got some spooky stuff we can do there. So, so we'll see what that's gonna, gonna be like. So, um, let's see, we've got all of our, I'm sorry, this is my first time hosting. I've got to like make sure I cover all the bases. I'm very nervous. I'm going to forget something important. Um, all of our ways you can reach out to us. Um, we've got youtube.com slash talking games videos. We've got twitch.tv slash talking games over at Twitter. We're at talking underscore games and over at facebook.com slash talking games PC. So, uh, you can get in touch with me on Twitter at S K S U V A K Cody. How can they reach you? I'm on Twitter at comic book Cody. All right. So yeah. Reach out to us, guys. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear what your favorite horror games are, what has scared you the most. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I, oh, I've screwed it up. Oh, my God. One more time fart. Okay, we're going to rewind it. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, God, I should just edit this out. This is going horribly. All right. Thank <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. Uh, Sam, I thought you did really well hosting your first. Oh, wait. This isn't the constructive criticism part. No. We don't. Oh, oh, wait. No. Call back. Um, thank was... you, Sam. That was. I, I deserve that. So. All right. <laughs> and thank you for everyone listening. Until next time, be good to one another. 